0: Like deja vu all over again, we hear that quite a lot in wrestling commentary, don't we? I, I want to say there is no deja vu all over again. Deja vu is just deja vu. You don't need to say it's tautology. Now, of course, I've missed about two or three matches while I'm while I'm shouting at the screen. However, I did feel deja vu as if it was all over again with this episode of MLW Major League Wrestling Alpha, because what they've got here is some matches that I already know the results of. Remember, I banged on about this at the last episode. They had the War Chamber event. It's on um, whatever streaming platform you want to use. The results are there. They had 12 matches culminating in the War Chamber, which I reviewed last week. But there are matches that they've already got. They've already done. So you know the results. So it's so annoying that they're bigging this up. On their Thanksgiving show, and we already know what the results are. So we, we start off with TJP versus Tankman. Who's going to come through? TJP, because this took place at the War Chamber card, and then the the final took place later on in the War Chamber card. So TJP is now going to go and face Davy Richards. I wonder who'll win. We already know. There's a thing called the internet, so what what, what, it's difficult for you to do, what, 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 it's difficult for you to do, is to record matches for weeks down the line, because we already know. Well, I do anyway, and I'm happy to tell you about it. It's actually alright, this match, it's not great. Tankman asserts his power earlier on. It gives TJP a one armed beal. Now, TJP may look like he hasn't massively built, but he's a big guy, really. TJP bails after the beal. Beal, bail. Yes. And then TJP disappears under the ring. Just in time for Alex Kane to come out with this new bloke. Where's King Mo? Is he sunning it somewhere? Is he sipping a mojito? Or is he getting wrestling lessons? Because, really, during the lockdown, he should be getting, should have got those. This is how you, you do a promo. Things like that, 101, that sort of thing. TJP pops up again, sprays water in Tankman's face. Oh, you nefarious heel, TJP. Then leaps off the top, cranks on the leg, then gets an octopus, which is great. Looks brilliant because Tankman's such a big bloke. It looks great when he's on his back. It's really, It really looks something special, actually. Of course... Alex Kane is going to get involved, attacks Tankman at ringside, but Tankman comes back with a pounce and a clothesline for a long two, then it's a spinning back fist. TJP's not finished because we know he's a special kind of wrestler, hits his tornado DDT and then TJP rips off the turnbuckle pad, Mr. Kane is involved, Tankman goes into the turnbuckle pad, there's the frog splash, the bamboo splash, and TJP wins. It's okay, nothing special, but I already knew that who'd won. Okay, let's just put that aside. We've got an MLW open door policy. They've bigged this up. Anyone can come in. That's good, and that's really good. And we're going to have um, Ho Ho Loon, the founder of a promotion in Hong Kong, to come in. I mean, this will be interesting. I don't know anything about that promotion. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of what kind of work he can do. Now, next up, Alicia Attut, who is um, you know she's a very well regarded reporter. I mean, she's been doing this since she was five years old. I think she said later on. I don't think it perhaps five, maybe six or seven. Anyway, she um she's interviewing Warhorse, who has been jobbed out ever since he arrived. Okay, maybe they're gonna. Start doing something with him now. And yes, because he's gonna have a program with Casey Navarro, who I happen to like very much. War whore's okay. War horse is okay, not war whore. That'll be interesting. Maybe you should have a valet or the war whore who just loves to, to have wars. A bloke who loves to have wars, always looking for a war. A war whore. There you go, MLW, you? you can have that free of charge. Okay, so he's talking about some award he's got, and actually. Even though I know he's sticking, and it's the sort of bang your head thing I got bored with that with Van Hammer to be honest Remember him? Yeah, don't think, don't think about it too much Your, your, your ears will start to bleed Now, I, I know about that, that headbanging stuff But his promo quality is actually alright And that just gets better when Navarro arrives Puts down a chair and starts to chat about him being one of the main events here they both have fun here and it's really good. They will fight and I'm looking forward to it. Now, next thing we've got is their reporter. I can't remember what his name is. He's um, he's their sort of footage reporter who gets in. and He's the other side of the Alicia a toot, Serious journalist type, type thing, you know. Anyway, he's with Tankman. He wants to know what's going on. He, he won't leave Tankman alone. Please leave me alone, mate. Leave me alone. I've already told you, mate. Well, eventually he gets pushed against the wall. I mean, not in any kind of severe way from Tankman, who could crush his ribs if he likes. And then Tankman starts to F and Jeff. There are some words beginning with F, like fudge. It's an MLW decision, isn't it? 5150 or LAX, whichever you like to call them, they do all that, and so does Tankman. Although his prologue is quite good because it's heartfelt. And I like that. I like his work. Heavyweight anyway, hustle is good behind the mat the mic. And I think that um it's also surprising when Myron Reed comes in. Of course his mate's just been let go by MLW, hasn't he? So injustice are no longer a twosome. It's now just Myron Reed saying, It's injustice. Yeah. So he brings Tankman away. Not now, mate. Another doesn't say quite like that. Not now, mate. Maybe another time. But he does talk him down which is a very it's a nice um, it's a nice segment actually we've got big beef Niles Garvin coming in a minute first of all, Von Erick's in Hawaii, really bad promo really poor talking about putting them in the main event picture and I got bored with this <sighs> everyone's calling out oh Hefe, aren't they, you know and they're no, they're no different. They just do it in a boring way. Alright, next we hear that AJPW are coming. They're going to become involved. Dad, this is good stuff. I mean, it's not NJPW, is it? AJPW wouldn't be seen as the preeminent Japanese um, promo. But, you know, it's interesting and I like it. Now, we've got Bud Heavy who is always there to be beaten up versus the aforementioned Niles Garvin he's just a shouting bloke Niles Garvin he smacks Bud Heavy around hits a um, a drop kick a back suplex and then a back drop driver for the pin well the back back suplex the back drop driver are the same thing you can pick whether you want one or the other really it's short it's poor he's doing a a Stan Hansen gimmick really, but Stan Hansen actually meant it, he actually was like that it seems, I don't think Gnoll's got Niles Garvin, what? And then he does a paw, I'm Gnoll's Garvin and I'm here to, I'm here to cause trouble and I'm going to, I'm going to clean your toilets and paint your dado rails, he doesn't say that, but you know, that sort of thing, I'm here to clean house, you know, the same thing, Wrestling 101. The kind of thing that King Mo should be doing, if he could. Right, a long piece now with El Hefe and that new woman. It's, it's so difficult to hear. I, can't, I don't know what's going on. It's badly lit. And I'm not really bothered. It's the soap opera part of it. And I don't really care about that. We've got the bloke who does the footage thing. And then Alicia Atoot. And them saying they need scoops. So what they want is to have these two reporters working for them. He says yes, she says no. So that'll be at least a little bit interesting. No, it won't, will it? It won't be interesting. Okay, and now to the main event, which is just fabulous. Now, I know who's won. Alex Kane won He's the new open weight champion because they did this match, like so many others on this card on this programme, at the Card for War Chamber. So I know. It's a ladder match. It's Myron Reed, Alex Shelley, Zenshi, Alex Kane, and a special guest, HCH. Well, he's not really that special then, is he? Because he has been in MLW before and he's just back again. He, he went away for a while, and I was, but it's hardly anybody like, you know, and Hulk Hogan, you know, I mean, not that I'd like to see him wrestle, obviously not, but you know, it's nothing special, yeah, it's not, Not. doesn't make people go, oh, that's brilliant, doesn't make any of that, now, some of the moves from this are really good, things like Zenshi leaping from the top rope to try and get the belt, and Pretending he got his fingertips on it. No, he didn't. It's it's more feet up in the than you could ever get, really. There's a, a, a really clunky bit where Myron Reed really wants to throw Zenshi off the ladder. He pushes the ladder, but then because they've got a spot worked out where Zenshi ends up on the the ropes and then walks the ropes, he sort of places him on there. Are you on there yet? Are you on there yet, Zenshi? Tell me when you've got your foot on the ropes. Have you? Right, I'll stop pushing the ladder now. He just sort of caresses it. Here you are. Let me push you right onto the ropes. See, that's not good at all. Even though I understand the spot, it's just not good, really. There's a very nice moment where both Zenshi and Reed are smacked by the ladder held by ACH and Shelley. Then Shelley goes, well done, ACH. Oh, and gets smacked by his temporary mate there's a very nice HCH tornado DDT and there's a, there's a great bit which I've never seen before actually and there's a couple of things I've never seen before in ladder matches and I've seen a ton of ladder matches where Zenshi's bringing another ladder so he slides it into the, the ring but his, his fingers are underneath it and Myron Reed just stamps on the ladder, oh my poor fingers, that's great it's a great moment there's a Shelley STR on on, Reed, on into the ladder, he does that twice, he likes it so much. And then there's, um, there's a really good moment where the ladder is pushed into Shelley, in the corner. And Zenshi walks up the ladder, ostensibly so he can get to him, to smack him. And then HCH runs up the ladder as well and suplexes Zenshi half on half off it. It's really good! It's really nice! Zenshi is upside down on the ladder at one point takes um, Myron Reed off the ladder with a head scissors, it's great, but the ending is not really very good, and, and Alex Kane, it's not really his kind of match this, he's more of a beefy suplex machine, as we know, so he gets the belt, and we know he's going to, but he's not really been in this match very much, Shelley is on the, the, on the, the ladder, about to, about to ascend really, uh, Kane comes behind him, puts him in a headlock, a sort of half-sleeper. Shelly sells it. He th- Kane throws him to one side, gets up the ladder and gets the belt. Such a shame because there was such great work before that. It's a really, really good match which really didn't promise very much when he started and really was innovative. One of the best ladder matches I've seen all year, I think. Such a shame that Kane, who wasn't really in the match at all, got the belt. The person who should have got it was actually either Reed or Zenshi. But I suppose you want to push Kane, even though he can't do very much, apart from suplex. Never mind, it's about, this is what, what MLW does a lot these days in my view. They grab defeat from the jaws of victory. This soap opera doesn't work. Some of the matches are great. We know the results though. They're hobbling themselves and then putting on really good matches which you really want them to move on from but they can't. So frustrating. But that main event, so very, very special. Ta-ta.